Are you looking for ways to be a better you every day? Has travel assisted your healing journey? I'm Jackie Roby, Chief Excellence Officer of Inspired Journey Consulting and your host for Through Inspired Eyes. Travel is one of the tools I use to overcome trauma. As a sales strategist and diversity, equity, inclusion advocate, I work with healing travel businesses to amplify their voices. It is my mission to grow emotional intelligence, promote healing, and ultimately create a kinder, more inclusive world. I'm grateful to have you here. Welcome to Through Inspired Eyes. It's been a minute since I've shown up solo for all of you. Part of it is because I've had the most amazing guests and I get really excited to share them with you. I hope you've been loving their wisdom as much as I have. In all transparency, the other part has to do with my own mental wellness. With that in mind, I wanted us to have some time together to talk about more ways to care for yourself. In January, when everyone was starting to see the light, mine went out. My depression came out to dance again, and I did not see that coming. As a business owner, I don't have time for this. But really, who has time for being unwell? We get so stressed about taking sick days. Americans don't use all of our vacation days to show what great employees we all are. Students are penalized for exceeding a predetermined amount of absences. And if we're a parent, caregiver, pet owner, we're simply doing whatever we can to take care of ourselves, life can be overwhelming. Health is unpredictable. We hit bumps in the road to our planned success. And ultimately, our mental wellness suffers with the pressures put upon us. If you follow me on social media, it is clear that I show up daily. Content is created. I'm actively engaging with wellness travelers, resorts, and travel advisors. I'm working on Inspired Journey Consulting's mission, showcasing how travel can heal. Behind the scenes, I'm networking, researching, attending webinars, prospecting for new business, and taking care of my clients. There's this podcast you're listening to that I record and edit. I write articles for Wellbeing Travel and other publications. Plus, I'm a motivational speaker. And unlike the president, I write my own material. This is a one-woman operation. Now, please don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm not looking for that. It's just a bit of insight into the life as a solopreneur. My friend Lyndon Schaefer of Pravasa and Wander Home called me a Shiro. From one Shiro to another, that's a title I'm honored by and I'll gladly own. No matter our superpowers, we all need to rest. How do you find ways to fill your cup? It can be easy to figure that out on a good day or even a mediocre one. But what about the really low moments? When the last thing you want to do is get out of bed, everything feels harder, even choosing something to eat. And smiling is legit exhausting. There are days when crying and napping feel like the best options. Some days, it's okay to choose those, but we need to be mindful about our decisions to help bring our joy back. While you often hear my excitement around finding happiness, there are many times I'm struggling 
which is why I talk about it so often, because this isn't a lesson you learn once and file away. It's a continued practice. Have you ever watched a movie that you used to love? It always cracked you up. But this time, it falls flat. This same thing can happen with tools we use to care for our mental wellness. I'll be honest, I find it annoying. Because it is annoying and frustrating and all the things that could send us back to bed for that sadness nap. But staying in that state of mind doesn't serve us. Luckily, I'm all about solutions. Last week, I spoke at the wellness event co-hosted by Wander Home and Green Living Magazine. I was asked to teach attendees ways to find authentic joy. This is something I've been studying for 14 years. In the first episode of this podcast, I told you about my rock bottom moment when depression was practically river dancing all over me. It was terrifying. Truly, truly terrifying. And it's a place I have no interest in visiting again. So I do a lot of reading, listening, talking, and experimenting. Now, after 14 years of studying subject matter, it's difficult to cover everything in one podcast episode. Instead, I'm going to focus on one thing that will benefit you at all times. Mindfulness. For a long time, I heard that word and couldn't fully understand what it meant. I would read it, hear it, even speak it. But yet the word didn't make sense, at least not in the way that I needed it to. It wasn't hitting home, you know? That was until I had to teach it to our daughter. We started speaking about mindfulness and ways to manage anxiety when she was eight years old. And for anyone that has spent even an hour with a child, you know that breaking down our normal day language is a must. My definition of mindfulness, as explained to a little one, is paying attention to the invisible things like our thoughts, words, and decisions. We are taught to be kind to others. Look both ways when crossing the street and the difference between right and wrong, generally speaking. Yes, all of those things are important. Had we been taught to be kind to ourselves, look within, and pay attention to our decisions? These are the lessons that support our mental wellness. So start by being mindful of the way you speak to yourself. This inner dialogue is vital. When you look in the mirror, what are you thinking? Do you look in the mirror at all? Society, the media, and diet culture have taught us to pick ourselves apart. I remember when love didn't want to smile because she said it made her look ugly. So every time this little girl looked in the mirror, she was telling herself that her smile was ugly so she should hide it from the world. That broke my heart. And I understood it completely because I had spent years telling myself horrible things. I still do it sometimes, not as often as I used to, but I want you to know that this kind of mindfulness is a daily practice. Noticing what's happening is the first step. If I were to ask you what your key selling points are for your business, what would you say? What about who your target audience is? Your goals for this quarter? The action steps you have planned to accomplish those goals. Now, if thinking about this makes you nervous, get your heartbeat racing, and potentially takes your breath away, but not in a good way, let's stop 
and take a deep breath. You are not alone, but I have good news. Sales strategy is my superpower. Inspire Journey Consulting is dedicated to wellness, healing, and transformational travel. I work with the visionaries in this business to help ease the stress and teach you four key tips to direct pent-up travel demand to ultimately increase your revenue. Whether you're a wellness resort owner, retreat leader, travel advisor, spa owner, or even a healer, I help my clients set achievable goals to effectively impact their bottom line. We work on direct sales, social media strategy, even presence on video. This is your time to get unstuck and shine brighter. My clients appreciate how they're introduced to new ways of building relationships and making an impact while still maintaining their mental wellness. It's about meeting you where you are. Work with Inspired Journey to develop authentic messaging, get insight from an experienced sales professional, and drive revenue to your wellness travel business. Visit inspiredjourneyconsulting.com and look for Coaching with Care under the Services menu. Schedule a complimentary consultation call today. Can't wait to talk to you. This isn't just about body image. Trust me, that's a whole other episode. We tell ourselves nasty things about who we are as people. Employees, bosses, friends, business owners, siblings, children. Name a role in your life and you've likely doubted yourself at some point. Are you good enough for the promotion? Did you pack the best lunch for your child? Was the outfit you chose for the event the right one? Your friends are getting close without you. Does that mean they don't like you anymore? These are miserable thoughts and they're the reality of life. Now, what do we do about them? I was watching an episode of This Way Up and there was a scene where the bartender said that every day she says to herself, I am a queen. This is the kind of self-empowerment we can all embrace. Wouldn't it feel better to think that than the day-to-day self-doubt that creeps in? So let's look at the negative thought and write down the positive opposite. I'm a big fan of journaling because it gets the mess out of your head. When you do this, not only does it calm your mind, but it also shows you what messages you're telling yourself. It outlines your fears. This can also support your mindfulness journey. If you decide to journal, notice what words you're using. See if there are any patterns, and if you can hear what you're telling yourself. Then take the time to say or speak the positive instead. If you decide to speak it, I would recommend mirror exercises. Claude Bristol, author of The Magic of Believing, explained how looking in the mirror increases the mental vibrations so the message of your words reach your subconscious at a more rapid pace. It's incredibly powerful to look yourself in the eye and say nice things about you to you. One of mine is, I'm worthy of unconditional love. We've talked about our thoughts. Next are the words we use when we speak about ourselves and our lives. I just caught myself in a negative spiral yesterday. When asked about a presentation, rather than keeping it to the success of it all, I started to nitpick at what I could have done better. Have you done this before? Yes, we want to grow and change and be our best selves in all we do. But we have to celebrate success. What about when someone compliments your new ensemble? 
Do you say things like, I almost didn't get it because I didn't think I could pull it off? Next time, just smile and say thank you. Those words of self-doubt do not support us. This isn't always easy, which is why practice is important. There are times I get nervous about how I'm going to respond to a question that fills me with self-doubt. David and I talk through this and rehearse different things to say that feel natural, confident, and promote self-love. Is there someone that you trust enough to do this with? It can always be something you write out to. I find writing to be more calming than speaking when nerves kick in, unless you're speaking with somebody else. Another aspect of mindfulness is around decisions. It's about understanding who you are and what you need. We all have limitations. So what are yours? I've learned that after a sales trip, all I want to do is sit on my couch and not smile for the night. I need that time to recharge from all the positive energy I had given others and all the active listening I had done on my trip. David knows not to plan anything when I get home. Just have dinner ready for me and maybe a movie lined up. But it took a while to see that. Are you overbooking your social calendar and find it exhausting? In the States, things are opening up so rapidly that the idea of being together often can be a bit overwhelming. Or do you need more social connection to fill your cup? This type of balance is important for our mental wellness. What brings you a sense of calm or joy? Even being mindful of what emotion we prefer to experience is helpful. Then you can decide what action to take, even if it's as simple as saying yes or no to something. Many of us try to be superheroes in our own lives. And as amazing as we are, the bottom line is we are still human. So please give yourself some grace. This has been a big lesson for me as a business owner and one I've passed on to my family. We have a home of overachievers. There will be days when the brilliance doesn't come as easily, when the creativity dried up, and when you have zero patience for anything or anyone. And that is okay. Feel the feelings. Take the nap. Go for a walk. Have a cocktail with a friend. Whatever helps you get back to center. At the end of the day, mindfulness will keep us aware to make the adjustments that support our happiness. And isn't the goal to live a happy life? So I leave you with this. I am a queen. Thank you for listening today and always. If you enjoy the podcast, please follow, leave a review, and share on social media. You can tag me on Instagram at Inspire Journey Consulting, and I'll reshare with gratitude. And remember, travel can heal. Thank you for joining Through Inspired Eyes. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and join the Travel Can Heal Challenge. Go to inspiredjourneyconsulting.com backslash travel can heal to learn more. Until next time, stay inspired. Bye.